Section 14 of Reviews by Oscar Wilde. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, go to LibriVox.org. Reviews by Oscar Wilde, edited by Robert Ross. Section 14, one of Mr. Conway's Remainders, read by Patty Brugman. One of Mr. Conway's Remainders. Paul Mall Gazette, February 1, 1886. Most people know that in the concoction of a modern crime novel there is a more important ingredient than culture. Mr. Hugh Conway certainly knew it, and though for cleverness of invention and ingenuity of construction he cannot be compared to Monsieur Gabarreau, that master of murder and its mysteries, still he fully recognized the artistic value of villainy. His last novel, a Cardinal Sin opens very well. Mr. Philip Bouchier, M.P., for Westshire and owner of Red Hills, is traveling home from London in a first-class railway carriage when, suddenly, through the window, enters a rough-looking middle-aged man brandishing a long-lost marriage certificate, the effect of which is to deprive the right honorable member of his property and estate. However, Mr. Bouchier, M.P., is quite equal to the emergency. On the arrival of the train at his destination, he invites the unwelcome intruder to drive home with him, and reaching a lonely road, shoots him through the head and gives information to the nearest magistrate that he has rid society of a dangerous highwayman, excess of chloral and of remorse. And there is psychology of a weird and wonderful kind, that kind which Mr. Conway may justly be said to have invented, and the result of which is not to be underrated. For, if to raise a goose-skin on the reader be the aim of art, Mr. Conway must be regarded as a real artist, so harrowing for his psychology that the ordinary methods of punctuation are quite inadequate to convey it. Agony and asterisks follow each other on every page, and, as the murderer's conscience seeks deeper into chaos, the chaos of commas increases. Finally, Mr. Bouchier dies, splendid mendax, to the end. A confession, he rightly argued, would break up the harmony of the family circle, particularly as his eldest son had married the daughter of his luckless victim. Few criminals are so thoughtful for others as Mr. Bouchier is, and we are not without admiration for the unselfishness of one who can give up the luxury of a deathbed repentance. A cardinal sin, then, on the whole, may be regarded as a crude novel of a common melodramatic type. What is painful about it is its style, which is slipshod and careless. To describe a honeymoon as a rare occurrence in any one person's life is rather amusing. There is an American story of a young couple who had to be married by telephone, as the bridegroom lived in Nebraska and the bride in New York, and they had to go on separate honeymoons, though perhaps this is not what Mr. Conway meant. But what can be said for a sentence like this? The established favorites in the musical world are never quite sure, but the newcomer may not be one among the many they have seen fail. Or this... As it is the fate of such a very small number of men to marry a prima donna, I shall be doing them little harm, or be likely to change plans of life, 
by enumerating some of the disadvantages. The nineteenth century may be a prosaic age, but we fear that, if we are to judge by the general run of novels, it is not an age of prose. A Cardinal Sin by Hugh Conway Remington and Company End of one of Mr. Conway's Reminiscences by Oscar Wilde, edited by Robert Ross, and read by Patty Brugman.